Live, local talk. The River Region's most trusted voice for news and opinion. News Talk 93.1 FM, WACV. Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to be. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. Ah, hello and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. So humbly named after me, myself, Joey. Joey Clark. If you didn't catch that yet, my name is Joey Clark. Oh, and look, ladies and gentlemen, I actually have a guest in studio with me. Give her a round of applause. Peyton Jolly, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm great. That's great. Great, great, great. And I'm great. You're doing awesome. Well, I'm not trying to ask any big questions tonight. I'm just here to go, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy boy. You've been a naughty boy, Mr. Cruz. Senator Cruz. (laughs) Is it my birthday? I saw this story and said, oh my goodness, Teddy, you've been a naughty boy. America has always been best when she is lying down with her back on the mat. Yes, this is after Ted Cruz. If you haven't heard the story yet, Senator Ted Cruz from Texas, mm-hmm. who is a conservative's conservative, mm-hmm. he's a very devout man, he's very buttoned up, almost always buttoned up. You, he's the type of person that you imagine doesn't even have genitals. Like, you don't want to even think about him in that way. Uh-huh. He's, he's one of those types, and that's what they're usually going for. Don't yeah. think about those things. Think about proper... Americanism and being a good American and working hard and praying to God and looking out for your family. All good things. Don't think about what makes those children or makes that family. No, 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 no. Let's not talk about it. Well, Senator Ted Cruz woke up yesterday, or excuse me, this morning. Yeah, he woke up this morning because he didn't realize this had happened. To find his name trending on Twitter. Linked overnight to a certain video. I don't even know if I should say it. It's a certain video series. Let's just say it's called Milf Hunter. (laughs) His name is linked to this. It is a hardcore pornographic two-minute film. (laughs) Cruz, of course, is nowhere to be seen in the coverage, thank God. But at Ted Cruz, his Twitter handle had liked the porn video or hearted it, or whatever. So late morning, this morning, reporters were outside the U.S. Capitol to ask Ted Cruz in the flesh about his online alias's handiwork, and he disavowed it. This is what Cruz said after his Twitter handle liked a hardcore pornographic film. And for those not familiar with Twitter, Facebook will censor porn. Yeah. yeah. That won't show up on Facebook. Twitter is a whole other world. Now, on Twitter, you can also get it to where you don't want it to show on your feed. Okay. Any, you can make yeah. it safe for So, work. like, if you see it multiple times, you're like, okay, I'm tired of seeing this. Yeah. You can, like, don't want to see this anymore. Okay. I'm glad you're here because I'm gotcha. not that, I'm old. I'm not that familiar with Twitter. Yeah. You're, like, ancient. Geez. I know. I am. Don't, don't keep up with that. <laughs> Watch it. I'm auditioning sidekicks. Hey. We already know. It's me. Would still call me out on my crap, too. (laughs) So, okay, after liking this hardcore porn video, Mm -hmm. the actual Ted Cruz is asked this morning, what does he think about liking that? He said, it was a staffing issue. It was inadvertent. It was a mistake. He said a number of people in his office had access to the account. Okay. Was it really a staffer? Is it really a staffing issue? Or come on, Ted, just I feel like admit he got it. Hacked. He could have gotten hacked. He could have gotten hacked. But if they're going to hack a senator's Twitter account, you'd think they'd do more than just do a simple like on a porno. I mean, 
or he just, you know, made the wrong person mad. Possibly, and this brings up a whole history when Ted Cruz was Attorney General of the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. He had to defend a law in court that essentially outlawed the commercial sale of sex toys. I'm putting it mildly. Mm -hmm. Not going to get into dirty details. Mostly because we're so pent up about this stuff. I mean, 12, 13 years of Catholic school... It has me, I'm very repressed, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have much experience. I haven't had a relationship that's lasted longer than an Altoid. It, it, I'm terrible. I'm a sad case, a fool. I'm already saying too much. But Ted Cruz is a perfect example of how people deal with sex in this country. It is on the one hand, you have him as Attorney General of the state of Texas saying that it is the will of the people of Texas. You cannot buy sex toys to enjoy. Now, you can use them if you somehow are gifted them or you but borrow you them, them, but you can't buy them in the state of Texas. And it gets to me, you know, like, why, are you, why do you care so much about this? Like, it should be people's freedom, in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yeah, the majority has a lot of say over a lot of things. The right to vote is important, especially at the local level. But it's ironic that, for lack of a better word, those with a more puritanical stance on sex are having to think of it in depth to make oral arguments in front of circuit courts and Supreme Courts that to investigate the stuff. And that's actually how Cruz claims he first came across porn. When he was 26 or 27 and he was working in some federal court and they were investigating pornography. And they, in order to know the topic, were like all these justices, all these folks you want to think of never having sex or sitting there watching a porno. And everybody's just... God, they must have been really uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Incredibly uncomfortable. And... So now people are mocking Ted Cruz, saying, yeah. oh, you told people they couldn't use their sex toys in the state of Texas. Cruz was really just defending a law. But that's the way we treat sex in this country. It's either you don't talk about it in public, yeah. at least, and you barely talk about it amongst your family or True. the person. I mean, you hope you talk about it with the person you're having sex with. I would hope. I would hope so. If yeah, not, I, would, I, just... I would hope. and Yeah, no mutes. Unless you're actually... Me- anyway. <laughs> Getting too far. Too far. Or, as you've heard me do on these airwaves, you make a joke out of it. It's funny. And I've thought about that question. Because the jokes write themselves with Ted Cruz. He's a little weird looking. Like, he has this whole buttoned up appearance. And the fact that he liked a porno for all the world to see. The fact that he has to wake up and deal with this, and people are yelling hypocrisy and for shame, your double standards, or, oh, look, Ted's really into some kinky stuff. And so they're either mocking him or shaming him. Making a joke or making an embarrassment out of him. I said, that's exactly how we approach the topic. And I wonder, you know, there's plenty of reasons for embarrassment and shaming and all these things. Long history of that, but I'm more focused on the funny side because I do find myself wanting to make jokes. I do find myself wanting to make jokes. So when I saw this story, first thing I did, because this will be a running theme of the show, Mm -hmm. I literally this morning went to my vinyl record player Mm -hmm. because I live in a world of sound. Is there no Irma winds going to knock me off air? Yes, I live in a (laughs) world of sound. So today, I dropped the needle on this track. Prince, Dirty Mind. No surprise. Yes. Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, seriously, you're like his number one fan. I'm not his number um, one I'm starting to think you are. I'm a big fan. Yeah, number one. I don't think I'm the number one fan. It wouldn't surprise me if you dressed up as him for Halloween. But I dropped this on the vinyl record player because, well, Prince with this album, he realized he had a big opportunity to open for the Rolling Stones on tour. Mm-hmm. And he said, instead of like my last few albums suggesting sex, 
doing a little double entendres. I'm just going to come out and say it. Whenever I'm around you, maybe, get a dirty mind. Like, he's just going to come out and say it. And this is probably the cleanest song I can play from the uh, album itself. There's another song called When You Were Mine that I can play here in a little while that is fantastic. But he realized, I want to push the envelope here. I want to be about this stuff. And I got to thinking, why? Why are these people who are androgynous, why is it that rock stars are attractive? Why is anybody with fame is attractive? Well, sex is something that makes you, I think, all of us uncomfortable a little bit. Just Especially little talking bit. about... Are you uncomfortable right now? No. <laughs> oh, well, okay then. That's awesome. But I've also, I also know you, so... Well, fair enough. Yeah, if I was a complete stranger <laughs> yeah, and I invited you up like, to my radio studio, you'd probably be uncomfortable. Yeah, my face would be like all red and like... Right. You know. Am I blushing right? I think I am. No. I'm not. Am I blushing? No. Okay. All right. We're good. I'm glad where it's not... Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking that you're vulnerable when you're having sex. You're wondering, are my experiences quite like the other people I'm talking to? Um... <laughs> And then you think they are, and you come out with something, and they go, whoa, dude, whoa. <laughs> but it, to get very simple here, again, I went through 12, if you count preschool, like 13, 14 years of Catholic school. Almost 15. Yeah. Catholic school all the way. And we get to seventh grade. And we're sitting, I think it's Miss Enzer's class. Now, Miss Enzer, I could cue up Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. She was a very attractive young See, I didn't teacher. didn't have her. Yeah, she wasn't there long. And uh-huh. she's a wonderful, I, I almost hate to talk about her in this way, but this did happen where she's a very attractive, you know, like mid 20s new teacher. Mm-hmm. And we're now hitting puberty young guys. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the guys who are the problem. Always. So we're like 13, 12, 13 years old, and we're in her class, and she's teaching us about idioms. Teaching us about idioms. And she walks up to the board, and she writes, feel your oats. And all the guys just, <laughs> feel your oats. She's like, what's so funny? She didn't even get it. And we just kept saying, feel your oats, and laughing our butts off. Mm-hmm. So mature. Oh, so mature. And you can talk about so many examples. And then move a year later. And it is literally a Catholic priest at a Spring Hill retreat. And he's doing some, like, you know, conversation. It's We're staying in dorm rooms for the retreat. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting around. It's probably like 10, 12 of us in this one room. And somebody made some sex joke. Everybody started laughing. And this priest, this guy who's taken a vow of celibacy, he's Catholic, Roman Catholic. Why? Why? There would be more priests if you allowed them to get married. Come on. I know they're married to the church. I get that. But it seems to work for other denominations. I think you guys, just to give a suggestion to the church I was raised in, let priests have more priests. Have have babies. They can marry a they yes. can marry a nun. Right. Have they more could... priests and nuns. Little priests and nuns running around. Well. As though well that hasn't actually well, maybe it's happened. <laughs> anyway, after somebody cracks this joke, this priest deadpan, he's like, Why is sex so funny? Why he and he was asking <laughs> honestly. And he's asking 13, 14-year-old kids, why is this funny? I'm like, we're 13, 14, man. Our bodies are saying, do this, do this, do this. <laughs> but in our heads, we have no idea really what the hell we're doing. Yeah. And we're also being told by authorities, don't talk about this. Don't laugh about this. This is a serious subject. Sex is only for procreation and marriage and bringing people together at a union. That is what natural law teaches us good Catholics. <laughs> And so you got 13, 14-year-olds hearing this crap. Of course sex is going to be funny. Of course it's going to lead to people feeling ashamed when they think they've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. It can be awful sometimes. Did my voice go up high? Awful sometimes. Yeah, just, just a tad. Just a tad. 
It can be awful. So I'm wondering, am I right here? Why is sex so funny? Is it because we all do it and we all feel awkward about it? Give me a call, 334-272-9228. Don't share too much. I don't want to know that much. I want to know a little bit. Like, why do we find this crap so funny? And it makes me think of some of my left-wing friends who say, oh, if you didn't teach people to be ashamed when they were young, if you taught people to talk about it openly, then we wouldn't find it as funny. If you didn't repress people. I doubt that. Because it's inherently funny. Yeah, no matter what, you're going to find something funny about it. Right. Well, and also, like right now, I'm laughing about it. I'm not. I'm not feeling awkward. You're kind of giggling I'm, about it. I'm giggling it. about it. Right, and you know, it's a shame that, especially when it meets politics, that it's becomes this sort of power shaming game. That oh my goodness, Ted Cruz liked this video. I don't care if Ted Cruz watches porn or not. I usually don't trust an adult guy if he says he's never seen porn. Oh, yeah, totally lying. I really don't trust them when they say there might be some saint out there who doesn't do that. But as Diogenes the Cynic said, if I could rub my belly and get rid of my hunger, I would. Now, that guy went a little far. He used to do that stuff in the uh, in public. A little much. And I, I, you know, keep people guessing. Keep people guessing. But I'm wondering, am, am I just lost about this? Am I just a wreck myself? I just don't even know what I'm doing anymore, Peyton. I just have no clue. I'm lost in the wilderness. You'll Who's this on the phone? Marilyn. Marilyn? Mm-hmm. Marilyn, help me. <laughs> I wish I could. I'm not sure what the gist of it is. I just caught the last two or three minutes. but I. So this may be a little off point, but you can still ask me your question. Maybe I can help you. Um... um But I happen to know very well a nun and a priest who ran off and got married. Oh, wow. (laughs) Was it because... Wait, 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 did they... they... And have been married for like 50 years, and they even had a child. There was a little priest and nun running around. Wait, wait, did they do the deed before they got married? And then that led to the marriage and the leaving of the clerisy, or...? I, I I'm just really trying to furnish fantasies know. for Ted Cruz. I re- I really don't know. I can I think I can give their name because he keeps it no secret. Um, his name is Bill Bauman, and he has become a saint in his own right. He yeah, to, but he's retired, kind of from sainthood. Even he was a Catholic priest for a while, and then he was a PhD psychologist, and he's done all kinds of incredible things and written lots of books. And he re- he left the church with a nun. And they got married. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they probably, they probably knowing them, they probably did do the deed before they got married. (laughs) See, it is funny. Well, you've helped me. I asked you to help me, and you just helped me. You answered. (laughs) You solved all of my issues. My neurosis is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for the call. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh, wow. Let's go blind. News talk. Who is this? Let's talk about sex. <laughs> Hi, Joey. It's Ann. Hey, Ann. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say because it, it seems so clear. Sex is funny because it's probably the least dignified looking thing you can do. <laughs> it looks funny. I mean, she's right. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, I don't know. In the moment, you think you're like a god. And I don't know, I don't get the people, like, I've walked into some people's bedrooms not to do anything, <laughs> but I've, like, and looked up and there's a mirror. I'm like, why is there a mirror on the ceiling? Actually, don't yeah, tell how, me. How can you watch yourself like that without laughing? I, I don't know. I can't take it seriously. I, I can't. I mean, I, when I drink tequila, I think I look like a, a Greek god. Like an Adonis, but you know when no, the, no. the hangover sets in. Tequila too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you just you run out of steam quickly. It's like you just. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, I, I don't, I don't I know what's really... happened here, Anne. Um, it, it's almost. Well, I'm confused now. <laughs> Let's just laugh then. 
That's probably the best thing you could do. Uh, thank you for the call. Have a good day. You too. All right, let's go back to the phones. I guess we should do this blind. Yeah, this should be interesting. All right. kind of lighting up. Uh, new stock, who is this? Oh, my goodness, that's a new stock, who is this? Hello, can you hear me, buddy? Yes, who is this? Hey, uh, my name's Tom. You doing hey. okay? Um, well, as okay as I possibly can be, Tom. You're on the air. What's up? I mean, I'm fixing to head out to the club. I'm single, and y'all done, I mean, I done got excited. Oh, I got you all revved up. <laughs> so, I would like to ask uh, one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm 63. Right. I'm not married or anything. But what I'd like to say, how old was a lot of people, not uh, women for women or men for men, when they lost, and the youth, how young they were when they lost their, you know, their virginity. I don't know if that's okay to say that over. When they time. lost their virginity, their first time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was twelve. You were twelve. Whoa. Uh, yes, and the hottest girl on the block. Man, you were precocious. No, she. I, it, this. She was. <laughs> she was an Indian, and she was from that slap up tribe. What? She's from the Slapaho tribe. Oh, wow. <laughs> Indian. You got me. I walked right into it. Oh, you I, I knew I was going to get you. Greg said, call him right now. Call him. <laughs> 12 <laughs> no, years. but anyway. You're 12 I was years really old. 12. I don't believe you. I don't. I don't. I, I, but I'm going to tell you, I was 12 years old, and it was a physical thing. It, I mean, God bless. You just knew. Yeah, you just didn't. It was you so new. You just knew. I mean, my God, what's going on? Don't I mean, you wish it was still that God. new? Like, I do. No, I don't want to go through all that again because <laughs> it's a simple fact. Uh, as long as my doctor, and I've got a 40-year-old girlfriend, writes me my prescription for Viagra, I'm as happy as a tick on a dog, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank <laughs> you for the call, Tom. Man. If I can only grow up to be Tom. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. 272-9228, Hello, who's this? You're on the air. Hello, Joey. This is Jim. Oh, hey, Jimmy. You're on the air. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I just wanted to uh, mention that uh, your caller, I believe, Marilyn, had mentioned a guy by the name of Bowman, uh, a former priest who married a nun. Yeah. Wouldn't he make an interesting guest? And I wonder yeah. whether uh, Marilyn could uh, facilitate your getting in touch with him to discuss this topic. That is a fantastic idea, Jim. That would be a great idea. Yeah, I want to know that story. I, I think finding... Well, it's great for us to speculate and, and have, have humorous remembrances. This is an area that uh, expertise, or at least expert opinions, would at least I would welcome. Yes, me too. As much as I can learn. I need to know everything. <laughs> there, there it is, brother. Anyway, just wanted to make that suggestion, and uh, thank you very much for a good radio. Oh, thank you, Jim. I really appreciate it. Yes, folks, you are listening to News Talk 93.1 <laughs> FM WACV, and we are talking about sex. Why is it funny? Why is it awkward? Why is it so bad? And no, this is not the topic every day. Does my reach exceed my grasp? No, that's not a sexual <laughs> reference. I'm confused now. I'm confused. You'll get there. You'll I need more help. I need more help. You do. Give me a call, 272-9228. 272-9228. Save me. News Talk 93.1, WACV, News Talk 93.1. A hometown tradition, southern cooking and barbecue. The best sweet tea in the land, countries welcomes you. So are you hungry? Are you hungry? 
Hi, I'm Mark from Country's Barbecue, and you might be a Country's Barbecue fan if you've ever heard or used the word, did you know? We use it all the time. Did you know all of our sauces, sweet heat, and Alabama white sauces are homemade? Did you know 200 fresh-squeezed lemons are hand-squeezed every day to make our lemonade and, of course, our lemon meringue pie? Did you know we smoke Boston butts over real hickory wood for hours on an open pit? Did you know every one of our pies are made from the freshest ingredients? Did you know we win best tea, period? Did you know everything we do, we work extra hard to make it extra good for you? Now you know it. Come on in and enjoy it. Country's Barbecue. Hey there, this is Kim Williams with Alabama Home Mortgage, and boy, do I have some exciting news for you. So listen up. If you've been considering a home refinance, wait no longer. Now is the time to start saving money. Whether you are looking to lower your monthly payment, shorten your term, make home improvements, or simply pay off higher-rate credit card debt, an Alabama home mortgage is just what you need. At Alabama Home Mortgage, we do just that. Mortgages. It's all we do, so we do it better. Before you call a bank or out-of-town lender, give me a call at 567-4223. You'll see the Alabama Home Mortgage difference. All it takes is one call or click to start saving money right away. Call me, Kim Williams, today at 567-4223 or visit our website at alahomemortgage.com. That's A-L-A homemortgage.com to see just how much money you could be saving with an Alabama home mortgage. NMLS 372374, Equal Housing Lender. What are the top five reasons for a Krispy Kreme fundraiser? They're profitable, fast, simple, affordable, and successful. Selling delicious Krispy Kreme donuts to family, friends, neighbors, or in high-traffic areas can generate significant funds for your organization. Visit Krispy Kreme on the Atlanta Highway or at KrispyKreme.com for more fundraising ideas. For over 40 years, Headley Plumbing has been fixing the River Region's plumbing problems with fast, affordable service. The pros at Headley are ready to respond anytime you need help, and they charge fair rates for their expert service. They help River Region homes and businesses every day, from repairing leaky faucets, septic tank service, replacing damaged sewer lines, or just unstopping a blocked drain. Trust the experts at Headley Plumbing. Call 285-3667. Headley Plumbing, 285-3667. Remember Headley's motto, in our business, a flush beats a full house. River Region residents know that Headley Plumbing has quick and affordable plumbing and septic services. You can also find quality metal buildings at Headley Plumbing. A new storage building, carports up to 24 feet wide, even a sturdy metal barn up to 54 feet wide. Headley is your trusted source for quality metal buildings. RV owners, check your warranty. Many manufacturers require that your RV is stored undercover to keep your warranty in force. Call Headley Metal Buildings today at 285-3667 or visit HeadleyMetalBuildings.com. Live local talk. The River Region's only 24-hour News Talk FM station. News Talk 93.1 FM WACV. Joey Clark. Oh, welcome back to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. The album of the day, by the way, in the spirit of Ted Cruz liking a porno video on Twitter, I'm feeling my oats. So I listened <laughs> to Dirty Mind by Prince this morning, of course, on vinyl. And I know I'm talking all over the track. I don't give a damn. I don't care. You're cool like this that. Isn't, you do it. Yeah, this isn't rock radio. It's talk radio. I talk when I want to talk. But this song is fantastic. When You Were Mine, my friends. And now she didn't. Great song, though. I highly recommend that album, but I can't play songs like Head, for instance. Um, no. No. No, I can't do that. No, can't can't do it. And let's go back to the phones. Yeah, they're like blinking over here. And we, like have, we have a full board here. We do. Man, I really am feeling my oats. <laughs> Miss Jones. Hello, Dolly, and congratulations on the show. Oh, thank you, Miss Jones. So I work as a sex counselor. You are? You're an actual sex counselor? I'm an actual sex counselor. Wow, very cool. So if you've got questions, I've got answers. Why do we find sex so funny? Uh, I don't know. I think it's what you said. People are just raised to be repressed on that subject. Hmm. Well, so you think it's more a uh, nurture, not a nature thing? Yes, because some people aren't raised like that, and they are very open to talking about anything. Very cool. To anybody. 
Very cool. <laughs> I'd like to think as I've grown older, I'm open to most experiences and talking about whatever. <clears throat> the FCC are the ones limiting me right now. You hear me, FCC? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, what else can I ask you? How did you become a sex That's therapist? That was my question. Well, I got a degree in psychology, and then I got my master's, and I just kind of fell into it. You kind of <laughs> fell into it. <laughs> huh. I know. Um, I, I walked into that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy these days. It's so easy. So why do people usually come to you? I wouldn't even, not to put down your profession or what you studied, but... I wouldn't have even thought of that. Maybe I'm so messed up that I would just repress it even more. Okay, why do you find that folks come to you to talk to you? Well, they're usually having some type of problem mm -hmm. in their marriage, or they want to be celibate. Oh, or they want to be celibate. Yes, and as Baron calls it sex equipment, I can give them recommendations on sex equipment for solo use. Oh, so they're not completely... Well, they're, they're celibate in the sense they're not having sex with anybody else. Right. Oh, okay. Oh. But they also come know. to her to spice up their love life. Oh, and by the way, I was told that uh, from a very official source on the Catholic Church by Tom that mm -hmm. uh, other denominations that allow their ministers or priests or whatever to get married have not shown a higher rate of keeping... You know, priests, clergy, or clergy members. So, fair enough. If that's what it shows, what the studies show. But are priests, if, wait, when priests take a vow of celibacy, I know you, you may not know this, Miss Jones, but are they allowed to do what you recommend? I doubt it. I no. doubt it. I think it's a sin. I think, you know, it it's, is. yeah. Yeah, they're okay. not allowed. I didn't think so. But some of them do it going. anyway. Right, right. <laughs> better than going to the second pew. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for the call. I, I, we need to have you on as a guest sometime. And so okay, I can prepare better questions rather than just giggling. Okay. Sorry. Have a good one. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. I should change my major. Sexology? Yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm... I mean, I'm graduating next semester, so I probably should change it. But... I think there's a lot of growth opportunities in that business. Maybe. We need to, I need to ask her. Yeah. Well, let's go to John. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing? Congratulations on the show, bud. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, I was going uh, to say something along what uh, Ms. Jones said there. It was um, uh, a lot of people have been told at a very young age it's, it's very inappropriate to talk about sex or, you know, bring that up in any way. So every time you hear it, it's always going to be funny because it's inappropriate. So when I say watch Mike Myers and Austin Powers, that guy was very repressed as a kid. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Or very open with it, one of the two. It's weird how people react that way. Like you repress them so much, so much, so much that it's not something... They didn't learn it themselves. It's more like, ooh, I, some authority told me not to. Uh, like As I get older, I really do see you know how like my religious upbringing taught me to think about sex is actually a fairly good way to think about it actually be in love with somebody think about it as a as something important but not something you should get too bent out of shape over true uh, yeah so. all right bud well thanks for letting me call in all right john all right you have a good one man all right, me too should we keep taking calls uh, i mean i mean we still have four other people here yeah it's up to you. It's your show, not mine. All right. Well, Eric, <laughs> welcome to the show. Let's talk about sex. Uh, <clears throat> I wish I had something more constructive to say, but <laughs> they should have put you on the air like this a long time ago, buddy. You, oh. You'd have earned your spot, and, and you're doing a great job. Thank you so much, man. Hey, um, I'm sitting at a soccer field with people out here. They take their procreation very seriously. Uh, you can tell by the number of uh, children running around Oh, out sure, here. yeah. <laughs> And I wanted to throw something at you uh, music-wise before this topic petered out, pun intended. Yes. Uh, Pretty Ricky. Oh, yeah. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky? You don't know who Pretty yeah. Ricky is? No, I'm, I'm an ignorant boob on this. Look up Grind On Me by Pretty Ricky. Okay. Oh, uh, there's that one. There's also Let's Talk About Fit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know that song. But that yeah, but he's got a bunch of them like that. Okay. But I'm just, I have nothing constructive or meaningful to say other than that. Well, enjoy the soccer game. Uh, I'm trying. 
Y'all have fun. <laughs> you too, Eric. Wait, is he listening to me while he's at the I, soccer I, game? You know, big speakers and we're talking about <laughs> sex at the soccer game. Children! <laughs> I don't think I've said anything that'll get us in too much trouble. Is that right, FCC? <laughs> I know you're listening! Damn FCC. <laughs> Let's go to East of the Rockies. East, how are you doing? This is the FCC. Mm. No, hey. <laughs> no, man. I'm, uh, look, congratulations on your show. I just wanted to call and let you know how proud we are. Our, our little Joey's leaving the nest. It's incredible. I, I just, I just think it's, I think it's great. But uh, your your subject today, it, it amazes me how many people are uptight about sex, and and yet we have nearly eight billion people on this. Right. I, I don't think that people have missed the point on the subject, but that's, that's uh, you know, we can discuss that another day. Um, well, and really where my awkwardness comes, if I can be frank, is not in the bedroom. It's more, I'm maybe you can, like, Peyton, I'm terrible at approaching women. This this is true. The, yeah, first, the just, first time we met, it was it was a little awkward, yeah. and I had to I'm terrible. take the lead. Yeah, I'm awful. When it's supposed to be you, the man. Right, and you're supposed to be, you know, yeah, you're working you're with me yeah. so I can rely and be lazy. If yeah. I'm out on the town and somebody says, go pick up that person, go talk to that person, don't even think about picking them up, I don't know what to say. It sounds like Natasha and Boris on the old Bullwinkle cartoon here. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> Joey, don't sell yourself short, man. You're, you're a great guy. Oh, but, I'm not denying that. I'm just, East, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm shy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, uh, you were talking about priests marrying nuns. You know, that uh, it's the 500th anniversary of the Protestant Reformation. Um, Martin Luther, in fact, did that. He left the priesthood uh, with his uh, protestation and, and married a nun. Hmm. Well, not only did the printing press call the Reformation, so did sex. Nice. Well, it, it, it had a it had a bit to do with it. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah, by design. Hey, look, <laughs> Joey, very quickly, and I, I'm obligated as a dad to say this. Okay, uh, yeah. A, a priest, a rabbi, and a minister walked into a bar on a rainy night. A priest, a rabbi, and a minister walk into a bar on a rainy night. Yeah, yeah, and the bartender said, hey, 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 what is this, some kind of joke? Nicely done, sir. Yes, Thanks, sir. Dad. Yes, sir. Have a good night. You too. Well, if he's a dad, then he knows. <laughs> he knows. I mean, can you coach me some, not not about sex, about, like, just talking to people? I'm terrible at talking to people. But you know I hate people. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> Let's teach you to love, then. Let's go blind here. <laughs> News Talk 93.1 FM, WACV. Who's this? Joey. Man, love the show. Who is this? This is Bill. Oh, hey, Bill. Hey, man, likes to love the show. I'm going to uh, start listening. Uh, Thank you. That's a great show now, man. It's awesome. Uh, but y'all keep it short and sweet. <laughs> no pun intended. But <laughs> I was just uh, looking at your Facebook post now. I'm just going to say it and leave it alone. Why people running with flip flops? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I did see that on my Facebook page. <laughs> that was a good one. Hey, man, anyway, I'll let you go. Love Thank the show. Thank you. Later. Yeah. That was a great one. <laughs> they should just be called flops. They don't flip. Yeah. They don't flip. They only flop, 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 flop when you walk or you they run. They flip when you throw them. You kind of flinched when I threw my arm like that. Yeah, I was worried you actually had a flip-flop <laughs> in your hand. Let's go back to the phones. Who's this? You're on the air. Uh, hey, this is Wes. Hey, it was. Hey, buddy. I just want to let you know you're doing a great job. I don't get to listen to you. A whole lot, but all the time I have, and, and I like the new show, obviously, but all the times I have, appreciate what oh, you do. And thank you, man. That guy you had on the other day, you talked about Daryl. I believe it was the guy that talked about listening to others and respecting others. Oh, Daryl Davis. Yes, he's a he's a black musician, blues musician, who reached out to members of the Klan, actually made 200 Klan members give up their robes and change their minds just yes, for friendship. I, I saw that. You know what? And that and that says a lot to me because usually when you get people one on one or a few people around in a group, black and white, whatever, we agree on most things. Yeah. We all want the same thing. 
But I want to tell you a little bit about my... I'm recently a Catholic convert about three years ago. Okay. And, and the day after that they announced it at the church, that's the day the Pope resigned. So, um, you know, so anyway, I don't know if they thought that Baptist one one belonged <laughs> or not. But anyway, but, but you know, I have found the Catholic Church very refreshing of late in how they look at sex, because God invented sex. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I think sex is... Uh, is a wonderful thing. I'm 63 and still doing that. So anyway, nice. There's, there's hope for you. There's hope for you, Joe. <laughs> yes, <sir>. um, <laughs> yes I, I hope. I hope a lot. I hope. Any, but anyway, I just want to let you know that uh, it's refreshing to see the churches and everything maybe more open about that and, and talking about the reality of it and, and how it keeps relationships strong and loving. And it's, it's, it's part of it's part of uh, intimacy, and that's just the way it is. But exactly. Anyway, thanks for all you do, buddy. Oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate the call and all the all the nice things you said. There's just a lot of love. There's just so much love. I, I'm a little overwhelmed, Peyton. Oh, yeah, I see the tears coming down. So much love. Like, I, I didn't know what would happen if I came on here and I started talking about like sex just open like i'm awkward about it and just like all these people are loving the show and it's so wonderful (laughs) (laughs) news talk who's this joey this is fred hey fred what's up (laughs) okay well first you're doing a great job man spreading your wings so to speak yes uh 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 second thing vinyl Little feet waiting for Columbus. You gotta get it. Say that again. Little feet, F E A T, waiting for Columbus. Okay. Double album live set. Gotta have. Okay. And, I'll check and it. my last point, uh, the doctor, counselor, psychiatrist, or whatever it was that she called us, she prescribed risk therapy. Is that what she was trying to say? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And for those who have, you know, arthritis and carpal tunnel, I'm sure they can come up with other devices. Just don't live in Alabama or Mississippi or Texas because they might be illegal to sell or buy. Uh, yeah, no, you, you were funny. When the guy just was in a minute ago said, you know, I'm 63 and I still do. You said, I hope, I, I hope, I hope, I, I hope. Yes. All right. I hope, I love, I don't want to be a charity case, though. Well, actually, I don't mind charity. But thank you, Fred. No. Thank you. Yes, sir. But y'all have a good yeah, You're doing good, buddy. Have a good night. Uh, let's go to the phones once again. Should we? Yeah. Is that all right? Do. Let's do you it. Were just, you looked a little annoyed when I said I don't want to be a charity case. And then I said, I well, I would accept charity. Oh, you're trying not to? Please laugh. God, you're so needy. It's my neurosis. <laughs> you've hit me to the core. <laughs> News talk, who's this? You're on the air. This is Patrick. Hello, Patrick. Not bad. How you doing? Not 24 bad? hours. 24 hours. 24 after, hours. After I called in and talked about you deserving a better show. Yes. The show that used to be before you announced that you would be taking their spot. <laughs> Wait, they announced it last night? No, they announced it. Um, I heard about it. Okay. Well, that's fine. I like the pl- publicity, and it's fair. I mean, this is fantastic. I mean, I was I was right on time with my call. But anyway, I've got something to pass on to you. Pass on? Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of Richard Johnston? Dick Johnston? No. Richard Richard Johnston. Johnston. Okay, Richard Don- Johnston. Okay, let me give you two songs. Did you pick up for... Great, great bumper music. Okay. Richard Johnston. Um, and one of them is Meet Me in the City. All right. All you got to play is the first lines. The very All you got to play is the, the leading instrumental and the first line of the song. Which is, I have a reoccurring dream. Hmm. And you don't want to play the rest because you want to do it like I do with people because I've got it stuck in between songs that I've got. Yeah. 
And once they hear about his reoccurring dream and where it leads, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. The other song by him is with an old um, uh, Mississippi backwoods blues singer Mm -hmm. called Chicken and Gravy. Those two things do go together. Yeah. the song is, from beginning to end, one of the most amazing songs. Uh, he's got a gruff voice. Richard Johnston. Richard Johnston. You I'll can get him on YouTube. And every. And by the way, once you discover him, you're going to find out that he does a type of music. You've never heard of him? No, I've never heard of Richard Johnston. And this is why I talk about vinyl on air, so I learn new things. He's the biggest performer on um, on Beale Street in Memphis. Okay. And he's won blues accreditations. In fact, he's been he's been passed over. He's been he's won so many times in Europe that he's finally just going over there to play concerts. Very cool. Well, I'll I'll check out Richard Johnston, man. I appreciate it. And uh, he's, I think, I think maybe you'll possibly like him. It's uh, it's a very very drone driven um, type of music, and uh, right. also he's figured out how to play bass and guitar and drums at the same time. Like he's a one-man band? That's what he's famous for. He toots his own horn? (laughs) You wouldn't believe it. (laughs) You will not believe it. Wow. Well, I'll I'll check it out. I I appreciate the call, man. I gotta go. Okay. Later. Wow. Interesting. Now, I've heard of Robert Johnson, old bluesman. I've heard of, you know, Muddy Waters, Albert King, Freddie King, Howlin' (laughs) Wolf. Got into a big Stevie Ray Vaughan phase of my life. B.B. Uh, King, of course. And then Zeppelin stole from all these guys. See, our music is completely different from one another. It is, but where I was going with this is... Okay, on the matter of sex, we really didn't talk about it that much at Catholic. And I am scarred. I am scarred. Because my dearly we departed... Didn't talk about it? No, no. Have you heard this story? My... We're sixth grade. Uh-huh. This is before the seventh grade. This is before the eighth grade story. This is the sixth grade lame ass story. And they want to teach us about sex. But they want to do it like just, it's not a sex ed class like you would get in other schools. Yeah. It's just like is anatomical. Yeah. Did they use the tape? No. They, they used that for I wish they had used the tape. I wish they had used the tape. Now, what they decided to do. Was let's bring in a professional, like a medical professional of some type. Let's bring in a registered nurse. Let's bring in an RN. Let's bring in Carol Clark, my dearly (laughs) recently departed mother. I'm 12. She walks into the class. I'm in the back of the room. God, what is about to happen? Like it's it's when you know something bad is it's gonna that happen, and you're just like, what's about? To and happen? she walks in, and she says, you "Now everybody thinks it's funny and silly and awkward, so let's just get over it. Everybody, let's get this out of the way. Everybody say penis." <laughs> and everybody says, "Penis." <laughs> hey, Joe, isn't that your mom? <laughs> now everybody say vagina. <laughs> Oh, dude, your mom's hot. Like, oh. <laughs> what is happening right now? My 12-year-old brain couldn't. It was like, no. This might explain some of my issues. <laughs> Probably does. Yeah. So it's going to take more than a few calls yeah, to get me gonna, over my I problems. I need to go to therapy. Yeah, we're going to be trying to solve all the big problems here. <laughs> I, I probably do need therapy, but I'd rather I... Just act out my neuroses on air. Because it seems yeah. to entertain people. Like just I'm getting a get kick out, out of my, it. Get out my repression, you know. <laughs> and if there's anybody that wants to help me with that off air, please give me a call. <laughs> I'm a bit selective with my help. 
Want the very best? Top shelf? <laughs> 272-9228. Well, I'm a bit spent. I mean, it's only been an hour and I am dog tired. This has been a pretty... See, and this is, this is the story of my life, too. Like, I'm sitting here and... <laughs> Every, ever since we started getting these damn phones. Okay, in my defense, it's my parents texting me mm-hmm. and Papa Jolly. I'll just show you the text messages because I don't even know if I should like read them out loud. Okay. <laughs> oh, me so. <laughs> By two live crew. Sex with a fart <laughs> is hilarious. Imagine that is pretty funny. I don't think that's happened to me yet. I don't think it's happened. Somebody had an asthma attack on me. That was weird. How would you go about helping them? I, well, first we stopped. <laughs> I like, would hope you want so. some water? <laughs> Tylenol? <laughs> Are you having an allergic reaction? Benadryl? It's like, no, just give me a second. Do you have a urine inhaler? Let me catch my breath for a second. <laughs> yeah, my goodness. It's just, well, I'm a huddle. Well, before we completely are done here, let's take this call. News Talk, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello? Yeah, this is uh, Joe Daddy. Joe Daddy? Yeah. Wait. Am I on the air? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, I'm, on the, I'm Joe Daddy. Joe Daddy. I like your show, man. It's great. <laughs> Thanks. What is awesome. Wait, is this my dad? Yeah, Joe Daddy. Oh, Lord. So I tell that dad. about mom, and the first show I talk about sex, now my dad's calling. It's just, it's, well, yeah, I'm going to be scarred for that's life. Why I'm, that's why I'm calling you. You know, hey, there you are, man. Well. Sex is great. Dad, great. Here's Joey. It looks, Joey. Unfortunately, Dad, we're all out of time. I like your dad. All right, buddy. Love That's you, dad. good. Thanks. Right. See ya. See ya. <laughs> well, that's been the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Thank you for joining me, Peyton. Thank you for having me. Join me tomorrow, six o'clock. We'll be doing this for an hour, if not longer.